1: from our Motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open
1: now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808
3: Only here in Go Radio. Well, last night it was Barry Ferguson and John Hartson, two old firm giants we've heard from both managers you know there's been a a little bit of needle Sakala has come out with the other mob that was his phrase talking about Rangers we'll hear it very shortly does it bother either of you Andy are you offended by that No, not offended (laughs) at
4: all and it's rare that uh, I speak to so many Celtic supporters who are so confident about Sunday they really feel as though Craig Rangers fans
5: confident I I, I think Rangers fans are, are extremely confident going into this cup final as well I think it will be a tight encounter Uh, I I certainly personally don't see too much in the in the game uh, the comments and all that sort of stuff from Fashion Sakala absolutely no issue with it whatsoever we want characters in the game uh, and not robots so I think it's a great discussion point
3: we've got two we've got no jersey fillers in here on the Go Radio Football <laughs> <laughs> Show that's one of his phrases Andy jersey, jersey fillers film. I love it and okay. he's only here for years. <laughs> that's is, is one of his no Craig is with us so too is Andy we're up you've for you've summed them
4: up yeah summed <laughs> them all, up people. all, all Any the of coin. Ways. is that what
3: he's up <laughs> <laughs> nah <laughs> great to have both of you here tonight ahead of the game is that three sleeps to go? Yep, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to go to the big match. And remember, we're on air, live, through the big build-up. Yep, it's great in the telly, we know. I almost said Crocs, no, it's not. It's uh, the <laughs> other great commentator as well. Rory. But Rory, really good guy. Man, yeah. Yep, and uh, he's on, and with John Hartson, Chris Sutton, Chris Boyd, Ali McCoy's, of course, Ali's oh. everywhere. But Andy, uh, it's not a Sky game, it's via play, so you're with us, along with... <laughs> The one and only Barry Ferguson. Right, that's it from us tonight. We've got the predictions <laughs> just about. Let's get your predictions right away. Let's not hang around. Where am I going to go? Craig, what's the scoreline? What do you think? We're going to hear from the managers. We'll hear some calls as well. 08, mm-hmm. 08 17, 17, You heard last night, John Hartson says 2-0 Celtic. He thinks yep. in 90 minutes. Barry said there's going to be loads of goals. Yep. It could penalties. Uh, no, 3-2. I'm going
5: to go normal. Rangers. I'm going to go normal time. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go for. I think it will be a, a really, really tight match. I don't expect it to be a high-scoring match. Um, I can see Rangers winning this one two-one. That's the scoreline that I'm yep. going to go with. Um, like I said, Celtic have their confidence, and i been interested to hear Andy's side of the story. But I think there is there is a confidence within Rangers as well that they can go on and get the right result. I believe they can. Rangers fans, what do you think then? Oh, no, I should check with you before. <laughs>
3: How many have you got? James will tell me in a moment
5: or
6: two.
3: Yeah. And Andy, OK, we'll leave that one tonight. We were spoiled last night. I think um, Sunday, three o'clock, Rangers-Celtic.
4: Well, just the Celtic supporters that I've been speaking to, I think there's a confidence about them because parts of the game, credit to Rangers for coming back, not only equalising, but, but going in front. And then Celtic do what they have often done. They turn to their bench, they get people on and they eventually got that equaliser and you've got to remember that's at Ibrox where pretty much the whole stadium is Mm. uh, full of Rangers half and half hopefully the pitch will be in better condition I'm I'm led to believe that hopefully it will play well and um, I think there's there's so many options for Celtic to have and uh, that's why I think they'll win by a couple of... Tati just have been in tremendous form Mm. You've got the option of uh, Aaron Moy or O'Reilly uh, Beside them, maybe Turnbull I, I think uh, Ange Postecoglou Will probably go with O'Reilly And then up front You've got big name players I mean, Maida scored at Ibrox. Um He's had a good World Cup He's full of energy, he's full of running uh, You've got Kyogo who got his goal at Ibrox So he'll be desperate to get another uh, League Cup final uh, goal As he did yep. a couple of years ago Against, against Hibbs And then you've got Jota or Abada, Mm -hmm. probably Jota. So I, I think Celtic are in good shape.
3: Greg, yep. for Rangers, to, mm-hmm. let's get both your teams. Yep. I think that's what we should do as well. For so yep. Rangers, it looks as though Malik Tillman back into training. Yep. That's the word today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we heard the manager early in the week and we know there's quite a few injuries there. Yep. But he said that's at the moment and some yep. of them will be fit. Do you think, for example, Lundström is going to be fit?
5: Well, again, uh, after the the weekend's reports, it yep. was uh, obviously Lundström, Jack and mm-hmm. Tillman, uncertainty on all three. Um, look, if they're all back in training, uh, and by all accounts, uh, Tillman has... Um, potentially restarted to train. Hopefully Lundström and Jack uh, can also. If I'm taking a risk on one of those players, for me it would be Lundström mm-hmm. uh, to put in the middle of the park. The reason being is I think the engine room is going to be really important. You touched on the likes of Hatati and McGregor and how important that central part of the that the team is. Um, for me, just as important for Rangers. Raskin, for me, mm-hmm. um, not often or not you know a, a lot in recent years have I seen a player that's come in and very very quickly I says he's a player yeah Um, I've got that feeling about Raskin Um, I think that he's going to be a very very important player for Rangers and and I think Cantwell will be in there so in terms of my starting 11 do you want want that to go? yeah I've gone for McGregor. No surprises mm. in goals. I've gone Tav, Goldson, Davies, Barisic. So no surprises at all. Back Andy, forward. are you nodding on that one? Yes, but, yeah. that would be the back. question radio,
3: but let me tell you, he is nodding. Yeah,
5: <laughs> thank you. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. And like I says, I'm going for for a midfield three of yeah. of Lundstrom, Raskin, and Cantwell. Mm-hmm. Andy, would you? What I, do you feel?
4: I, I would go along with that. Yeah, okay. I, I think when you've brought players to the club, and obviously they've been identified by the new manager. Mm. If they're fit and he thinks they can make a difference, you've got to play them. And this is the game where you'll see how good eh, Raskin is and you'll see how good Cantwell is because um, there's big pressure and they're up, eh, They're going up against good players.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: And then the front three, obviously, I've got Sakala, right.
5: yep. uh, who you know, would like to think with his pace is, is going to be a threat and look to try and get in behind Celtic's mm-hmm. uh, back line. Morelos up top and, and Kent, who, who we know uh, in normally in this type of fixture, can do the special thing for, for Rangers. So there's my top three. Uh, it's great to see Roof back into contention, obviously coming off the bench, getting his goal at the weekend. So, look, Rangers' bench is not going to be as strong as Celtic's. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And and it may well be that the, the subs play a key role in this match, Paul. Um, Celtic will have more on the bench, but it's good yeah. to see for Rangers that Roof is Roof is back there. Tillman, Kamara, Cholak. Jack, these are players that can come on and hopefully make a difference I, for Angels. I would
4: go with that front three because when you look at Sakala and what he did at Highbrooks, he was the only player, apart from Kent, who was prepared to run at Celtic, caused them problems, and he did on that day, won yep. that, a penalty, the other numerous times where he was uh, getting to the byline. So I think anyone with that type of pace... Um, will cause a, a few problems for any defence. And that's why you're not Sorry. And Juranovic was switched that. Remember, he, yeah. he came just back from the World Cup. Back and from I remember the World Cup Alistair and Johnson.
3: It was his first game. Yeah, Taylor oh, had gone off that's and right. there was yeah. a
4: bit of a problem. But mm. uh, Sakala, yeah. I, I thought, played very well that day.
3: He's lit the torch paper, hasn't he, by his comments. He's actually, he was saying actually back in uh, the homeland, lots of people will be watching it in Zambia. It was quite touching. Let's hear some of them. This is the, the key. Uh, thing we mentioned it yesterday I'm just trying to find it there's so uh, many we've got so many cuts here to do with the game itself what do you make of that about Sakala's I mean six months ago we wouldn't have been talking about Sakala playing in the cup final would we
5: no well I think he, he gained like many players I guess um you know, in Gio's spell, in and out, Um, uh, he's come into himself under, under Michael Bill. He's been, a, like I said, a threat with his pace, getting him behind. He still makes mistakes in the match, but sure. in terms of that positivity, he certainly gives Rangers that going. He's going at times. He's got that. No, that Fashion Sakala
6: probably fits that bill, and they can be very difficult opponents. I know how important the game is uh, when you play it against the other mob. Uh, I believe that uh, it's it's all about the, the budge, and... I, I don't really think about my individual performance obviously the most important thing is about the win for the fans for the club and uh, the good performance for the players so I think uh, the impact that I brought in the last game was good for the squad but I'm looking for, for more great performances against Adamov
4: I think all I would say is when whenever he's interviewed this guy he beautiful smile he, he's got a lovely manner about him he's talking about the interest in the game in Zambia which I, I think is fantastic mm-hmm. uh, I, I would doubt whether the other mob is a Zambian phrase. I think it's a Glasgow. I think it's a Glasgow phrase. So he's he's picked it up from the dressing room, from the training ground, and uh, it's fine. I don't think anyone's offended by that.
6: His family are watching. Yeah, they're able to watch the game, so they watch every game on Rangers TV. The plug. <laughs> yeah, they watch every game on Rangers TV. So uh, yeah, uh, most of the times before game, I have a uh, first time call with a lot of people uh, in my village and we talk preparing them and making them more exciting to uh, to be happy uh, as they're watching the game, you know, watching the boy from the village where I was born and obviously they're very proud of me, I know what this means and uh, they always say that it would take years for a player from there to come and play in Europe again but there is nothing impossible as we believe. So it's going to be a great story for
3: him and for his family there'll be so many people watching here yeah. in Scotland, the rest of the UK and across the world and of course in Japan yeah. with, uh, you know, Kyogo Hatate, sure. Man- Aida, uh the South Korean as well, all oh, could be involved. It's yeah. quite a worldwide game now, isn't it? Well, yeah. if,
5: I mean, and we're not, but if anybody was ever in doubt about the, the appeal of this particular mm. match, all those areas that you've just covered there, Paul, in terms of going to be taken in this cup final, it uh, mm. really is a match that is, is, is shown uh, and, and there is huge interest all over the world. Um, you know, you, you look at Sakala Zambia and, and talking about his village and the people, um, you know, from his village and, and, and that, that would be wonderful inspiration for people like that to see somebody come from, uh, you know, that village, that yep. country and, and be successful. It's a great story. There's been many st- uh, Scottish successful stories like that as well, but it's just a great story to follow and look, all to play for come Cup Final Day. It'll be very, very tight. We we, we kind of will discuss that deeper as we go go along, but um
4: well, you talk about Zambia. I mean, my daughter lives in New York and yep. there's a yep. big party of them going to watch the game. It's a great so time for them in New York, isn't it? It's a great time. Ten it's, in the morning, Yeah, it? fantastic. Yeah. A, bit of, a bit of breakfast oh. and... Uh, what are they having? It, be, some it'll, pancakes it'll, and stuff. And, <laughs> they'll be having a few pancakes, I think. But um, yep. it's just a great draw, wherever you yep. are in the world. It's fantastic. Ange Bostokoglu, he was
3: in media duties, what, the day before yesterday? That's Tuesday. Um, he was asked, how's it going to go?
7: Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, well, you just don't know. I mean, uh, cut for all the cup for one-off games... Uh, You just don't know how they're going to go. You know, sometimes it's they're decided on moments. Sometimes it's uh, it's pretty tight. Sometimes one team's um, dominant. You just don't know what what you do know is that it's you know a a game of great consequence that. uh, yeah, you know, the both teams will be up for it. It'll be a uh, be fantastic atmosphere. I expect the, the tempo intensity to be pretty high when the game starts and uh, then you just got to wait to see how it all unfolds. He won it last season,
3: of course, for Celtic, his first trophy. Now, the pitch, we know, was criticised heavily after the weather was horrendous. Celtic one day, Rangers the next day. So how was the pitch looking on Tuesday?
7: It's improved, um, definitely, Um I mean, it had to, to be fair. So um, it looks in better condition. I think the weather's hopefully will be kind to us this week. And, um, you know, it gives a chance for for both teams to to sort of, you know, play um, at a good level. Um, It's not just about the fact that the pitch stops us from playing our football it's just that you know the pitch is part of the event you know the stadium's part of the event everyone will be watching not just in scotland but around the globe and you want it to be presented in the best possible light you want our football to be presented in the best possible light in a cup final the pitch is is an essential actor in that you know in that event so um like i said it looks like they've done a fair bit of work on it which is pleasing yeah so it looks okay
3: does that favor either team i think i know the answer on that one andy
4: well, I think Celtic have shown that this season when they, they had the majority, a lot of good football, dominated the game. I thought for, for good spells at Ibrox, they played a lot of good football and controlled the game. But, you know, Rangers got a couple of goals and eventually Celtic got the late equaliser. So if you look at the two games, I think, I think overall Celtic have played the better football and uh, they've enjoyed the the lion's share of possession. And I don't see that changing on Sunday. Here's what Michael Beale had to say about the pitch.
8: Uh, unfortunately I was playing it that weekend and obviously the weather the day before had hurt us there's no one playing before us this weekend it's clear that um, there's been a lot of work on the pitch and we hope that the weather's kind to us between now and the weekend because it's two excellent football teams and I think the pitch will play a big part in the game as well in, in terms of allowing the the game to be the spectacle it, it should be Craig, your thoughts on the Hamden surface?
5: Yeah, again hopefully um, with, with the cup final uh, to help it be a great spectacle, the pitch holds up. Because, look, both teams are, are footballing teams. They both want to get the ball down and they want to pass it. So uh, a good pitch will, will help that. Um, and, and I'm sure I'm sure it will be that. But hopefully the weather can, can hold up because we know if you do get a, a bit of rain, then pitches can chop up very, very quickly. But then if that situation does arise as well, it's about – Cup finals is about who wants it the most. Yep. In my opinion, you know, there'd be, there'd be small margins, but who wants to go and win that game the most is normally the deciding factor in who goes and wins a cup final. So
3: you've gone for Rangers.
5: Is it because yes. they
3: want it more? They want it, you know, they're even hungrier? I've asked this for a couple of yeah, weeks no, and I'm not sure that people well, look, agree I mean, with that. Well, I mean, let's
5: be honest Celtic have been the form team for, for some time mm-hmm. uh, and the team to catch, clearly. And, and this is uh, uh, an opportunity for Rangers to go and show that, that they can be that team that can come out on top in this kind of battle. It's a cup final. It's Michael Beale's first opportunity to, to win a trophy for the football club. Um, there's a lot of confidence at, at Celtic uh, Football Club in terms of what they can go and achieve and from the supporters and all that sort of stuff. That's, that, that for me, again, in my experiences as a player and all that, sometimes when there's that real confidence the other side, it gives you a, a real drive and self-belief to go and get the right results. So, look, it's all set up for what should be a fantastic match. I don't hear a complacency from the fans that I speak to. The Rangers fans, some of them nervous
3: about it, but yeah, they feel they're better than they have been for a couple of years. And the Celtic fans, I don't think Ange Postecoglou allows them to get no. carried away with I, it.
4: I think over the last number of years, even pre-Ange Postecoglou eh uh, he celtic are used to winning trophies and uh, they've got players who are used to winning trophies and that's the thing that um michael Beale has to change he has to he has to uh, deliver trophies and he's he has to get a a win over celtic so you know sunday's the ideal occasion for him and uh, i don't think there will be i don't think there'll be any complacency uh, on either um in either dressing room have celtic played at their best at hamden
3: in recent years I said that the other day, and somebody jumped in with a great Celtic performance. But do you know what I mean? The way they've played. Uh, well, when Brooks, you
4: when you think of the Celtic Hibs game when they won the League Cup, they played a lot of good football. They had yeah. a first class finisher and Kyogo. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to that Celtic Rangers game when Fraser Foster it was almost his final. Yeah, that's right, 2019. He, yeah, he saved he saved, uh, he uh, saved Celtic did. so many occasions. Yeah. Celtic went down to ten men. Mm-hmm. So there was a grit and determination there to to get the job done. I remember Morelos missing a missing a, a penalty, penalty. Yeah. and just Fraser Foster making numerous saves. It was uh, that w- that was extraordinary.
3: So the guys are going to do a commentary after the break. We'll hear how Craig Moore thinks it's going to go. We'll just do the first. 85 minutes and Andy Walker as well Now we're going to discuss how do you think the game is going to go what's the tactic how are Rangers going to tackle it what about Celtic how will they come out and what do you want to say 0808 08, 17 17 or you can join the conversation at Golf Football Show
2: The show with Macklin Motors representing some of the biggest motor manufacturers across Scotland Let's go Go Radio presents the Go Radio Football Show Unfiltered at St Luke's Glasgow on Thursday the 30th of March, featuring Celtic and Wales legend John Hartson.
8: You know, I got a lot of goals. Uh, I played in a magnificent side, and it's a very special club. And uh, you know, I'm very honoured and privileged to have uh, to have won the hoops.
2: Join Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi, and John Hartson for this live and unscripted show. Tickets. are are limited and on sale now at thisisgo.co.uk The Go Radio football show unfiltered live at St. Luke's Glasgow on Thursday.
9: Let's go, go, go!
3: Thanks, Chris. Let's go, go radio football show heading to the weekend, and there's a full card, of course, almost full card on Saturday in the Cinch Premiership and in the Championship as well. Are we going to matches on Saturday as well, Craig? I know you'll be at uh, a cup final on because you've got two teams involved in cup finals at the weekend on Sunday. Yeah, Newcastle, Newcastle United as well. uh, against Man
5: United. Uh, yeah, again, some some great progression at, at Newcastle as a, as a football club and yeah. for the supporters there who are wonderful, wonderful supporters. I love to see them do. it. Uh, ah, great opportunity again and, and seeing their team you know, in a, in a position where they, they should have been for many many years but unfortunately now is the chance now is the, te- the chance Wait, for
4: them. we're yeah. both former Newcastle players of course okay. I was there for a month
5: uh, were you apologies injury replacement what's yeah. that for a month <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah we'll talk about that later with some of you. what's your match on Saturday How I'm Monday? going to Pollock, the Pollock. Oh.
4: I'm going to Newlandsfield See the mighty Pollock.
3: Brilliant. I'm off to Hamilton Ackies against Queen's Park, yeah. along with Barry. Ackie's, yeah. at Ackies at
4: home? Aki's at home. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd
5: be a great match. You'll be there? Uh, well, it's the closest one for me. Oh, huh? so you might be there? Uh, maybe, may yeah, in, maybe. Are you invited? Am I invited? Uh, are you inviting me? Always. Uh, you
3: know, Barry's getting the tickets. You're you walking <laughs> anywhere and happy to pay the £20 to go in. No problem. Support the club. Give have £10
4: of Pollock. Is, is that what Good it is? Yeah, you.
3: great pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um So, Nick Walsh, he has been, well... He's warned. He's been warned. He's not saying anything, obviously, a Scottish referee. He's been warned. Conspiracy theorists will be all over his decisions in the Cup final, the ViAplay Cup final. It's Mark Haitley who has been saying that. Let's hope we're not talking about the referees and the VAR.
4: Nah, we don't. It's me. guaranteed we will be. Of course. It's impossible not to. It's guaranteed we will be. And uh, we're, we're just, I'll say it again, we're not using it well enough. I just wish we could set the bar, uh, set the bar higher. I watched the Champions League games. Yep. And, you know, there was a couple of challenges and tackles in those games. That it was absolutely 100% be red cards in Scotland. We talking about it, I agree. But hopefully the, the action, the goals, the performances are going
5: to overshadow anything that happens with the referees who's and go- VAR.
3: Who's going to get a grip of this, though? Because there is a mindset now. It seems to be, it's got to be, let's go right back. Let's look at every single incident and potential incident and make it one. We'll find something. And they're trying to punish the players
4: and the fans. Yeah, the, well, I think you're right to highlight the fans. Yeah. I think the fans want to see a 11 living v 11. And I don't care what colour your strip is, I think fans living. And I would say to, to referees, and it's the clubs that are paying for it, so the clubs could get together with the referees and say, can we not do this? Can we not have a higher bar? Because it looks to me, and I go to Scottish game every week, it looks to me, if you can possibly punish a player, if you can possibly punish a team, then the referees are doing it. And I think it looks awful. And I think when you look at the way that the World Cup was refereed, some of the incidents uh, down in England, some of the Champions League uh, referees, there's a very high bar for punishment. And I think it helps the game. I would like to think that they're not
5: looking for reasons to send players off. um, Because clearly... You know, as a, as a spectator, as a supporter of the game, like you say, Andy, you want to see, yeah. you want to see eleven v eleven. You want to see great games of football. You want to see people competing, uh, and, and therefore, you know, with that, there are challenges in in the game of football. There is contact um, when when it is the right decision for for a player. Unfortunately, who's who's maybe gone beyond that. Okay, but uh, not. You know, we want to see eleven v eleven. We want to see good encounters. How did Kamara go on with
4: her appeal? Have we heard? Yeah, no. Yes, failed.
5: He didn't get it.
3: Dismissed Dismissed. Yeah, Case dismissed
4: Never a red card
3: I know In my view Kel Vassell Must have thought oh, What was that all about I mean the defender Put his head down a little bit You know not outrageously But he did I thought said it well, Was a little bit uh, low it, his, his boot was a bit high Sorry yeah. As a, just a yeah. spectator That's I, how I saw it
4: I, I agree And if you're uh, Telling me that John Beaton's One of our Better referees More yes. experienced referees yeah. He wasn't too far away from it mm-hmm. And he didn't do anything And he I think he showed A, a yellow card now he's been asked to go over to the monitor because, hang on a minute, you can send him off. Yeah. We can justify this. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, but
5: again, that's what VAR unfortunately yeah. has has brought to the to the mm. table, and I can understand why referees are probably.
4: I mean, uh, I saw Nick enormous. Walsh. I saw yeah. Nick Walsh a few weeks ago yeah. at Tynecastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Janelli. Yeah. Two yellows in the space of what thirty seconds? Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. Up the tunnel. Crazy, get off. It? Is it
3: because he gave him a slight bit of lip afterwards? Oh, I mean, he was the referee of well, we,
4: yeah. got it with a yeah. numb to If he was wasting time, yep. you can add the time on of course. That's why, right. Why don't you do that? It was time wasting, and then it was uh, then it was a sarcastic subordination.
3: You think we it was you know in the army Honestly. or something. The thing is, oh. as well, there's a lot of good people in refereeing because too many people don't go in. Are you a referee, Andy? Have you been? No, no, Craig. Did you step forward? Never, no, two top class players, no disrespect. You, you're not referees. But surely they must have their pride and they go, wait a minute, come on, let's super serve people. Let's cheer up a wee bit, enjoy this. It, we're not all school teachers. I've got two school teachers. And in fact, more than that, they're wonderful people. This would be an old-fashioned school teacher. Why are we being like that? Lighten up a little bit, let the game play. Because there's a danger, Craig, that somebody could be sent off at least one the way things are going.
5: Yeah, but again, like I, I just think that they're, they're, they're struggling with the, the change that's come with VAR, mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of thrust upon the referees, um, let's be honest, and, and they're human beings, so their confidence is not sky high, and when your confidence is not sky high, you, 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 you know, you're, you're rethinking scenarios and situations instead of just going, bang, automatic when you're yeah. flying. So that's the situation. They're not human beings. Mm.
4: They're low on confidence as a team. I think the common thread has been the extraordinary amount of penalties that yeah. have been given. Yeah. And again, I don't care what colour your strip is. Some of the decisions for penalties have been truly awful. And again, if we can punish players, some of them get yellow cards, some of them don't. Mm. I don't understand that inconsistency. Mm. Um, But we are looking to try and punish players at every possible avenue. But you're saying about the amount of penalties that
5: have been given. But also there's been an alarming amount of penalties that haven't been given. That could have also been given. So it's just it's the inconsistency. What what do you think of There's been loads across the board, whether it be in Scotland, whether it be in UK, whether it be in uh, sorry England, whether it be in European football. It's the inconsistency, and that's the, that's the thing that's biting the referees yeah. and VAR at this moment in time.
3: And final point on it: the law is now flawed on the handball, isn't it?
5: Ugh. You know, you could
3: easily now just blast the ball at the defender, and you're going to get one of them. Andy, you're going to get one yeah. one of them as a penalty,
4: yeah. and it'll be looked at for yeah. one minute, two minutes, three minutes, and uh, it's awful you think you'd
3: get the penalty against Craig if you blasted it towards his left or right arm? Would you but, get it? But, but yeah.
5: if, if, if it's outside of your, your, your frame and, and, it, and it hits your hand, um, then for me, uh, that, again, the scenario is different sure. all the time. But as soon he's as one it, yard away from you, it, it's then it's, then, then it's hard, you can't you course, move, but again, your hand shouldn't be a, a foot uh, or two foot uh, away from your body. Three days
3: to go. Rangers against Celtic. The Viaplay Cup final. Let's hope it's not the VAR Cup final. But Andy, I know we said that the other day as well. Let's hope we're not talking VAR. We will be talking VAR, but let's hope it's not Valenteed. horrendous. But why yeah. are we
5: surprised? Yeah. Why are we surprised? You were very positive about it at the start of the season. I was. You were like, I was there, I was, Craig. I've been there. Yeah. I've been at all the talks and all that sort of stuff, and everyone's.
4: Yeah. It was always going to be a disaster. Craig, I will say that the, the the presentation that we've had, they've been slick, they've been professional, they obviously know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but the application of it, the interpretation of the rules, truly awful. And it's consistent. I've been involved as a sporting director of a
5: football club where the referees come in at the start of the mm-hmm. season and they tell you what they're going to clamp down on and what's going to happen when the league starts, whether it be yeah. foul from behind, mm-hmm. whether it be this, that and the next thing. In the end, Andy, I said, listen, don't bother coming and seeing us. Because basically that meeting and what you tell us and, and what's going to happen throughout the season is no reflection and completely the opposite happens. So don't waste our time. Unfortunately, that was always going to be the situation with VAR. Let's take some calls. 0808 17 17 Justin is on the line. Good evening,
10: Justin. How are we doing, guys? All right? Good. How are you? Hey, Justin. How are you doing? doing? well, as always. Yep. That's a good start. Good. Excellent.
3: <laughs> good start to the Go Radio Football show. So, with Macklin Motors, <laughs> what are you thinking for Sunday?
10: I'm thinking I'm very, very positive for Sunday. And there's a, there's a couple of reasons why I'm really positive for Sunday.
3: And you're a Rangers fan? Um,
10: yeah. I am indeed, yes. I am indeed. Um, I think the pressure is all on Celtic from my humble opinion mm. I think the pressure's all on Celtic because yes every pundit you've spoken to recently and I was trying to get through last night to speak to Barry and John but um, a lot of the comments from yesterday and, and over the course of the week is how the league's gone, it's Celtic to lose, there's no way they're going to throw it and I, mean, I think John or Barry was mentioning last night about Peter Grant mentioning that the league's finished and all that kind of stuff and Celtic can co- concentrate in the cups and those kind of avenues. Mm-hmm. I think the opposite applies. And I'd be keen to see what, what Craig thinks about... I think if Celtic lose this at the weekend, which I'm relatively constant as a Rangers fan, granted they blow tinted glasses, yeah. that Rangers will win it. Yeah. Um, but I think that would be the start of doubt creeping into Celtic, because all they would have to do is to lose the cup, and then they were able to... Potentially get a couple of poor results or bad form or whatever else. Yeah. I think it's it probably alluded to uncertainty can set in an end no matter how good a team it is. And a nine point gap can very quickly evaporate from two games. Yep. And the nervousness starts to set in, but then the, the, the mentality changes. Rangers have had a cracking under Gerard, they would a cracking six months of the season, and then as soon as it came to Christmas, the backside fell out of it. Mm-hmm. and they, 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 they collapsed. Yeah. But that's happened a couple of times. It's happened with Celtic a number of years back, if you remember. I think Rangers clawed back an 11-point gap at one point um, because uncertainty right. set in, nervousness set in and then the wheel started to come off. So, Craig, what do you so, think on just that? It's just thing. momentum. I mean, yeah.
5: Justin, I've, I've kind of said the same for the last, I don't know, four to four to six weeks. Yeah. Now, look, this weekend's got nothing to do with the league title, obviously. Uh, it, there's a there's a trophy to be won. It's a, it's a, the league cup, and and Rangers, as will Celtic, will be desperate to try and lift that trophy. Um, I I also like you, Justin, believe that uh, that Rangers uh, have the tools to go and win this game. Uh, Michael Bill's first trophy. I think that's a huge uh, motivation, obviously. Uh, and if that were that were to work out and Rangers would win the game then they've got to move on to the next game all Rangers can do to keep pressure on Celtic in the league title is to go and win every football match um, that they play and then if there is a hiccup if if Celtic do drop points Rangers have got to be in the position where they can continue to, to keep that pressure on if that makes sense uh, but like I says, I've, I've said for four to six weeks if Rangers can go and win this the, the league title could still well and truly be on Andy, is it 12 games to go 9
4: points plus 26 goals in Celtic's favour what would you say to Justin? Um, I, I can't see that type of collapse Celtic have lost once to St Mirren they've drawn once uh, against Rangers at Ibrox uh, if they lose a cup final uh, I just can't see that having a a collapse given the experience of the the players that they have I've absolutely no doubt Celtic will win the league by some distance maybe even more than uh, 9 points um so whatever way it go whatever way uh, it goes on Sunday I don't think it will have any effect obviously Rangers will be uh, gather a bit of momentum mm-hmm. and they'll be confident but you still need Celtic to lose what four games? Nah, but I a, see no, but on the, see on that a collapse, yeah, okay. a collapse. So if if, yeah. if Rangers go on
5: and win the next two league games against Celtic, and, and, six points, and, and and Celtic draw seven oh, points, all of a sudden like, it's, it's yeah. not this four losses. This four losses for me is not is not really accurate because <laughs> Rangers go. <laughs> is right, it right, not accurate. That's twelve points. What's what's
6: a? Right, you, so you're, you're talking about. Lose.
5: You're talking about the goal difference. So you're, let's say they lose three. So when you've been a, in a in a title race, which yeah. you have been, right, and all of a yeah. sudden you're nine points clear, yeah. And now that lead becomes six points. Now that lead becomes five points, and it becomes three points. Yeah. There's there's pressure in terms of the the performances, the momentum. There, there there could be a lot still to play out in this season. That's what I think. You're saying that for, for the wheels to fall off a, a yeah. I, I do it Self- six, lo, yeah. losing four times, they don't need to. They lose one or two games, the pressure is right on. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> if
4: they lose one or two, they yeah. still need to lose another. Yeah, but, 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 but the momentum,
5: the momentum swings completely, yes. yeah. completely. Just still that number, eh? Twelve yeah. points.
4: Yeah, the
5: 91 still... points clear. <laughs> uh, Justin is chuckling. He's got you two <laughs> going. No, this is good. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's, plen- there's plenty to play for. It's not, yeah. a, it's not as simple as that. It's not as simple
3: as Is that. this. Tyson Logan, what's his name? This weekend coming up, we've got it in here. Moore and Walker, Justin. Yeah, I mean, I know the Celtic fans will be thinking, yeah, you know, dream on. And the Rangers fans will be saying, okay, bring it on. Two games against Celtic, right? So that's six points if they do. I get it. I get, and I get your point, Andy, as well. That's the great thing about it. Um, winning the cup. Here's what Michael Beale said it would mean for him.
8: Oh, of course, it does because it's very much a. Uh, us or them or Rangers or Celtic you know it's very much that and second is last I get that in the league I've come in and, and I said in my very first interview I didn't think it was as broken as everyone said hopefully now 14 games along we're on the mend and people are starting to see that this weekend's performance and game is about winning if we win we've still got a lot of work to do moving forward in my opinion and if we lose that same amount of work's going to be there on my in tray on, on Monday morning I think it's not focusing on being too emotional or dramatic about what the bigger picture looks like let's just focus on this 90 or 120 minutes or penalties whatever it takes at the weekend take part in a fantastic game do ourselves justice and then come Monday my job doesn't really change I think I still have a big job and that's a job that I was running back to this city to take part in so I've got to be the most excited and optimistic about seeing it through
3: Justin I'll tell you what running back to the city you'll love that as a Rangers fan you wanted to be back here Loftus Road he wanted the Copeland Road 100% I mean he's hes, he's
10: obviously been passionate about what he's done and I, I, I thought when he was coming back to Rangers um, I thought it was a, a, a brilliant solution because I thought what he would bring is the fitness, the the desire and the you know, we, as I said, I think I said yeah. this before a couple of weeks ago when he, when he, he was at Rangers it was the fittest they ever looked and they used to you were getting comments from Celtic fans coming on to phone and saying oh they're, they're looking fitter than anybody else, they must be doing this, they must be doing that, but he's now got them playing in the same way, there seems to be more energy about mm-hmm. the team, Raskin is Far more dynamic than I've seen a lot of players in Rangers
3: recently. Justin, what's your scoreline then? Sorry, we've got to go to the break. What's the scoreline at five o'clock or half past five on Sunday? This is not blue tinted
10: glasses. This is a rational, sensible suggestion. It's <laughs> a wee Three bit three-one Rangers. <laughs> three-one Three Rangers.
3: One. <laughs> yeah. And who's going to be the who's the star man for you?
10: Tellman.
3: Malik Tillman right? Okay, Tillman. heading back into
5: training, Justin. It was good listening to those two. You didn't even have Tillman and you didn't even have, <laughs> have Tillman in your team. No, nah, he's not going to start for me. He's not going to start for me. But that doesn't say that he can't come on and be the main player. Yeah, <laughs> Justin, please stay on for the rest of the program. <laughs> Messrs Walker, Cooney, and uh,
3: Moore are going. Thanks a lot. Good call. We're back next.
2: The Good Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, brand new Toyota showroom in Kennish Head Road, Darnley. Let's
9: go.
2: Go Radio presents the Go Radio football show unfiltered at Orinmore Glasgow on Thursday the 9th of March featuring Rangers and Scotland legend Barry Ferguson
11: they knew as soon as that game finished when I came in that dressing room I would do anything for them but on that pitch if somebody's not doing it right Mm -hmm. they've got to be told you've got to drive them on to make sure they hit their standards
2: join Paul Cooney Mark Guidi, and Barry Ferguson for this live and unscripted show tickets are are limited and on sale now at thisisgo.co.uk The Go Radio football show unfiltered, live at Orenmoor, Glasgow on Thursday the 9th of March Let's Go, 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 go,
3: go, go, go. Counting down to the cup final, we're on the air here on Go Radio Glasgow Zone with Macklin Motors, Andy Walker, Barry Ferguson, and me, Paul Cooney. We're looking forward to it. We'll be on right throughout the afternoon into the evening, probably till the early hours of the morning. <laughs> Is that okay, Andy? Marvelous. Get the contract. Yeah, uh, we're going in the lines in a second or two, but um, just we're talking there about Liverpool two up against Real Madrid, and then it finished five two, unbelievable. But listen. Uh, we heard uh, a Rangers fan there quite rightly putting his point of view, how he thinks that Rangers will do against Celtic. Uh, this is, when you think about it, Ange Postacoglu's team haven't lost since they played Real Madrid
7: in September. It's the same performances. We've had to you know, overcome challenges. It's not like it's been smooth the whole way. Um, you know, we've had different challenges along the way and um, the players have always you know, found a way to overcome those whatever challenges before us. Um, you know, there's been some games we've we've you know, dominated on. In terms of the, the scoreboard But you know, other games have been a little bit tighter But we've still found a way to to get the job done And um, as I said, a level of performance from the whole squad And I think that's probably been the most pleasing thing We've had a real sort of even contribution We've had some guys who've had outstanding years But it's not like we've we've got to this space on the back of one or two I think just about everyone in our squad has contributed and, and contributed meaningfully. Where for a sequence of weeks, one player has, has really been, or a couple of players have been really strong, and then two others sort of come to the fore. And I think that's been really important for us because, uh, you know, over the course of the season, not everyone's going to be, uh, be able to perform at their, their absolute, you know, optimum all the time. And, and when that doesn't happen, if you've got other guys who step up, I think that gets you the consistency we've had.
3: He's made some difference in Scotland, hasn't he? And he's assembled quite a squad.
4: Yeah, he signed really well, almost immediately, his first window. Normally you don't expect to get such an impact from a January window, but uh, he did that uh, last year, and then that victory against Rangers that was so convincing immediately afterwards, early February, I think it was. That really propelled them on to the title, and of course they haven't stopped. They've um, they've still signed uh, good players, and they've got some really good options. And I think the important thing as well is they have sold... Yeah. important yeah. players Juranovic was a class player he's been sold he's, uh, Celtic are always a, a club who are prepared to do business and make a bit of money and they've also sold Jakimakis who I've always said did really well in games especially against Rangers let's go on the lines uh, Paul has called a Rangers fan good evening Paul
3: hello I'm Danny Hi there. There. thanks for having yeah, not at all pleasure what's in your mind tonight what are you thinking I uh, couple of things
11: that uh, um, because I thought you could just pin things up against the wall and whatnot, but, you know, what's Sakala said about, you know, about the other mob? I mean, and then I think Bill had said about Dane one time, I just think, you know, I know the media picks up certain things and whatnot, and it's creating headlines and whatnot, but, I mean, the very, they're very small words in my mind, you know, I think just the way Sakala says it, that's, that's fine. There's nothing derogatory about that, um, because when you think about, you know, great managers like your Alex Ferguson's, you know, he said about Liverpool, put the back in there, no, take them off their perch. You know, Man City being the nice neighbours and whatnot. Um, to be honest, I like what Bill was doing. I think, I like to add a bit of spice. I don't think it's still be gentlemen's handshakes and whatnot. And to be honest, when Gerrard had done what he did to the Celtic you might say, no, he regrets it and whatnot. But do you know what? He's a Rangers fan. That pumped me up. I just thought, brilliant. We've got back into... No, that's what a is all about. It's like the passion behind the it.
3: Yeah. Was that gentleman's oh, handshake she said there? Just checking. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, listen, Andy and Craig are not that bothered about the other mob either. <laughs> the comment.
4: Not offended yeah, uh, no. at all. I mean, <laughs> if you want to be offended, you can be offended on Sunday. You'll hear a lot of poison coming yeah. from the terrace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've spoken about that before. Uh, that's offensive, but the clubs won't do anything about that because they're, they're not interested. But I'm just hoping this, uh a. Uh, a really good High scoring Entertaining game uh, There's so many good players On the pitch And I'm really hoping It'll be a great spectacle For Scottish football Craig? Yeah I think At, at the
5: end of the dialogue I says I'm um... I don't see any issues with it at all. Um, it can be used in, in two different ways in yeah. terms of you know the Rangers fans quite like it and and get and get behind it obviously, but at the same time Celtic can use that as motivation mm. as well. So there's always there's always two sides to the story. But uh, what is clear is it should be a really um, a really good football match. That's what we all want to see. Uh, goals we want to see. Um, both teams desperate to go and lift the trophy. That kind of comment, though, uh, Paul. We agree with you. I think yeah. you know the noisy neighbours type of thing.
3: Whatever, it's, it, it's what you get it's it rivalry. in every. Yeah, it's rivalry. Yeah. When you get into the bigotry and all the rest of it, that's where or the racism or whatever or Lovely. homophobia. We check Lovely. out on that one. There's no, there's no uh, room for that. Uh, wh- what about the lucky man comment? I'm looking at you, Craig, as a fellow Australian. This was mentioned about Angie. Is that going to be? Is there a little bit of needle between the two managers? Which is maybe not a bad thing. Do you detect a little bit of a? Well,
5: I don't know. I mean, the, look. Sometimes I. I, I I have a little chuckle when I see uh, Ange's press conferences because he can be a little bit prickly. Yeah, uh, is, is fair to say with everyone uh, and anyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure whether or not uh, the, the the lucky man song has maybe been played at Parkhead in, in recent times. Has it? it? Yeah. Uh, so, look, it's all part and parcel of the 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 game, the the rivalry. Uh, for me, the, there's there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I think Ange Postecoglou and Michael Beale, uh, and previously when Giovanni was there, is the managers have got great respect for one another and are looking to go about their jobs in the right manner Paul who's your key man then for Rangers in the game itself who would you like to see who do you think is going to be the standout
11: oh, know, I'm, I'm definitely keen to see how Cantwell and Raskin um, play mm. no, this, this is it this is yeah. why well, hopefully you know, Michael feels brought them in um, so really keen to see that and I think that gives Celtic some
3: questions, you know How do they deal with him? You know, there's there's a couple of new faces in there in key positions. Okay, let's put that to
4: Andy and Craig. If if they play. well, I've, I've, yeah. I've just I've just mentioned uh, the difference that the players when Ange Postecoglou signed last January. You've now got Michael Beale signing a couple of high-profile players this January. Can they make an immediate impact? Can they kick on? Can they can they be the difference? Celtic are a good side. I think they'll win. But um you know, if Rangers manage to get that victory, you can you can look at these players and think, "Wow, they really did make a difference.
3: And who does Celtic have that would deal with them? Do you think, if Rangers are, it's fascinating to know how this game will start.
4: Yeah, I think the way Celtic play through the midfield with Mm -hmm. the full-backs joining in, Taylor uh, and Johnson, I think, who has settled really well, taking over from Juranovic, the way that they join up with Callum McGregor and and Hatati. Celtic have got a bit of penetration down the right and the left and they've got a I think we would all accept they've got a wonderful goal scorer but they'll be very much aware of the threat that Rangers pose Rangers have got some good players they showed it at Ibrox Sakala I thought especially because he had that pace and Celtic are not often up against the player with with that type of pace and uh, you know Morelos can score on his day Ryan Kent can be a potential match winner mm. it, it's, it's all there for a great game
5: I think uh, Hatate for me uh, for Celtic mm-hmm is uh, is the real match winner in terms of his range of passing. If he if he gets time and space, he, he, he can rip you apart. So for Rangers, they need to make sure that there's, there's decent pressure on Hatate to manage to be able to get his head down so he doesn't have that, that range of passing that he can play.
4: Do you like uh, Davis, uh, uh, Craig, now that he's settled into the Rangers team? Ben uh, Davis. Davis. He's, yeah. he's,
5: he's done okay. I still think defensively when things are, are flung into the box, um, you know, set plays, corners. and all. I would still like to see him be a little bit more mm. uh, dominant, if I'm honest. But he, he's come in and obviously him and uh, Goldson have formed a, yeah. a, a mm. decent partnership. And, yeah, so, you know, he's come in and done a decent job. But like like always, there's always room for improvement. Mm. And Tillman and Raskin? Raskin again. And, and again, I'll go back to Hatate because yeah. I think anybody that watched Hatate when he first came to Celtic, first minute you see him you go, by the way, player. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have that same feeling with Raskin uh, in terms of uh, probably against Livingston. Um, yeah. I've I got a proper look at him in terms of the way he wants to pass the ball and, and, and it's not it's not slap, it's boom, it's in, and it, it's forward and it's, it's, it's trying to be positive. Um, so I've got a really, really good feeling that he can make a big contribution to Rangers um, and when you sign players in January like Ange did last, last uh, campaign, you need to come in and make that impact. He yeah. looks like a player that can do that.
3: Could he be the new Barry Ferguson? Quite a few people have said, you know, it's been 10 years, they haven't replaced him. You know Barry so well, you played alongside him. It's right, a, bit, a big, big call, yeah. Big, big, big
5: call, Barry Ferguson. Uh, wonderful, wonderful player. Plus the background in terms of what the club
3: sure.
5: uh, meant to him. Yeah. Uh, but look, Raskin and, and Cantwell, two new players. They've mm-hmm. obviously had... Uh, games leading into this match now um, normally people coaches want to hold the players back but I don't believe Michael Beal will want to hold these two players back I think they'll be starting Sunday Paul what's your score line? Uh, I'm going
11: for 3-2 Rangers so I think it'll be a high scoring game and I think we're in for a a real cracker I think the hand is going to be off for both teams yep. you know, Celtic mm. has scoring goals and I think you know, Michael Beal I think is, is, you know, he said the same yep. in articles he said well, we're seeing the difference anyway Sure here's
4: Andy 3-2 when do you think Rangers will get their penalty Paul
11: <laughs> <laughs> oh are you, into, are you coming into your friend Chris Sutton Andy uh. <laughs> um, uh, do you know what I think I, I hope I hope Fars going to be the talking point I hope we're, we're going to be seeing a game where it's going to be skill attacking and do you know what we're hopefully going to put on a show for not just Scotland but you know, across yeah. across the country what, what, we're, what we're able to do it's going to be a, a cracking game you know, yep. and no, whoever comes out top, well done. But obviously, with both tinted specs on, so I'm,
4: I'm going to go for the great cheers.
3: Paul, thanks very much for calling the Go Radio Football Show. Andy Walker, is that a yellow card to you it's for that one, the one there? Yeah.
4: I gave that one to Ali McCoy so the last time, but yeah. I think it was doing it. At I-box. So you did? Yeah. He had a wee chuckle.
3: Did he chuckle uh, on air? Well, we'll be with Barry on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yep, yeah, two o'clock start. Craig, you're looking forward to the game itself. You'll be there.
5: Yeah. Yeah, um, i have been fortunate enough mm. to be uh, invited to go along to the game so very very excited for this one.
4: And the doggo? Right. <laughs> right,
5: you never know. Listen, the dugout.
4: We right, know now your place. Know your yeah. place. We started
3: there with how many uh, league cup medals have you got? You've got three, three winners medals, three league cup. Yeah, wow. three league cup. We'll ask you about them in detail uh, <laughs> just after the news. That's coming now.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with <coughs> Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at MacklinMotors.co.uk. Let's go. Go radio football show with MacklinMotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 to 1717 700.
3: Radio Football Show, it's the Thursday evening edition, there's a, a crackle here in the studio but we're trying to sort it, not no, between Andy Walker and Craig Moore, the crackle of tension and excitement, looking forward to it, you can, you can feel it right around the building, looking for. how do you stay calm Andy in a, a cup final day or a major game, we talked about it last night with Barry and John, you know, the, the, the psychology of it.
4: Yeah, we would always go away to Seamil when yeah. I was playing with Celtic, that was our base and uh, it worked well for our previous teams and I, I really enjoyed going there, there was a nice little uh, pitch right outside the, the, the hotel, yeah. you'd get a game of five-a-sides, you'd do some exercises, losers in the sea, it was all it was all good fun.
3: It worked for Jockstein, didn't it? That's it worked for Jockstein, it Lisbon. worked for Billy
4: yeah. a, a few times as well. Yeah,
3: and we heard the late great Walter was mentioned as well just a few moments ago, and um, what was well, Walter been, like
5: before no, the games? Nah, he was, he was different class. Uh, he was always able to um, share with the group a, a, a calmness, mm-hmm. a calmness. You know, someone that knew exactly what was around the corner, what was happening, and an experience uh, and a presence. So, going into any cup finals, normally, um, in my experience under Walter, was you had a team that was well placed to go and get the job done. Looking forward to on Sunday. So both guys think. Extra time? Did you say, Craig? No, I'm so going to go. You're, I'm going oh, go to yeah. go in normal time. Sorry, I'm
3: going to go in normal time. Two one. A lot of people are saying two one, and that's a result that has featured often in the 15. This is the 16 Scottish League Cup final Between. involving the big two. Yeah, okay, it's going to be special, isn't it, Andy? But what's your match now on on match day? Normally, do you have a routine? Because you did obviously when you were playing, you get together with the players. But have you got any superstitions? before No, you, yeah. I was
4: never superstitious. Just wanted to be relaxed, get to the ground. Uh, you got a last minute chat uh, from Billy and it was always calm and then uh, Billy would rank it up uh, just crank it up before you know, you know if you're warm up And then when you come back in he would crank it up then and you were good to go What are you thinking? Give us a call 0808 17 17
3: 700 um, Some of the networks obviously today have been dominated by uh, the death today of John Motson Motty as they called him down south a legendary commentator who. He had 10 World Cups. That's over 40 years, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's
4: amazing. World Cups, European Championships. I remember that game where it was France-Portugal and Tigana scored and Platini, eh, all of that stuff. And eh, yeah, he is the voice of so many of the, the finals. You remember growing up, Yep. I think I've just seen on
3: Sky there Craig somebody you know well I think it was Gaza scoring against Scotland in 96 yeah, in the Euros yeah, so yeah. And not all the games obviously went in our favour but he's a, a wonderful commentator and much loved yeah, by I, football I, I, fans yeah.
5: yeah again one that uh, for the amount of time that he's obviously uh, you know was was doing that job I remember uh, as a young lad watching a lot of the stuff um, in, in Australia from the UK or World Cups and and hearing the, the great commentary of, of John Watson so Sad loss, um, huge contribution to the game over yep. many many years. And um, there's going to be a minute's applause on Sunday, as
3: you probably know, ahead of the game, for Ron Gordon, the owner, and he was chairman of Hibs. Died just the other day, age sixty-eight. So that's just before the game. So, yep. Andy, well, you're I, I, the club.
4: Yeah, I, yep. I met. I met him briefly, and yep. uh, he spoke about his vision for Hibs and. Yep. I thought he was pretty genuine, mm-hmm. and I know that he probably thought he had made a mistake when he got rid of Jack Ross. He was yeah. maybe a bit too, a bit too quick to pull the trigger there. But uh, he had a vision. He wanted Tibbs to be a certain club playing a certain way, and um, yeah, it hasn't worked out. But my goodness, mm-hmm. to uh, to die so young yeah. is uh, shocking, and we we must also remember Dave Cor. Dave Cormac at Aberdeen who's I think undergoing some heart surgery mm-hmm. so here's, uh, here's hoping that all comes good I think Alan Burrows will actually you know be uh, be involved in identifying the the new manager, but um I think you can allow them a bit of time given what's going on behind the scenes
3: and Barry Robson, the stand-in manager saying we want to do it for Dave Cormack. so yeah, yeah. you know we, we saw him so much in recent weeks, obviously the game at Darville he was there front yeah. and the center yeah. and it just shows you, doesn't it, no matter how it can happen to anyone we wish him and the family all the best Absolutely. bypass this week and the new manager of Motherwell, I wouldn't have
5: thought this was the case just a few weeks ago, would you? Yeah. Stuart Kettlewell so you had a couple of yeah. results in, in football now look Stuart well
4: to be fair to you you tipped it last week you said Motherwell would beat Hearts
5: I, I fancied Motherwell to not like you. to beat Hearts <laughs> while getting it right come on Andy <laughs> yeah. no I, I just felt that Motherwell had had more to play for um, than Hearts and, and obviously Stuart coming in uh, we've touched on it, Andy. Big on percentages, but mm. in terms of you know playing in the right areas, so yeah. that you, you know the team not not making as many mistakes. Get the ball into areas where potentially you can cause your opponent problems. Um, so, fair play to Stuart Kettlewell. He's, he's been given the opportunity. He's come out. Um, he's been very positive, hasn't he? In terms of the press and, and the media that's come out in regards to what he would like to to do at the football club. Not new to, the, to the, the head coach role of a, of a
4: yep. Premier League team. so It was interesting, Robbie referred to the fact that he thought his team had been bullied a little bit. Obika right. played yeah. really well, Butcher Van got Veen, a couple obviously. of tackles in, Van Veen was good, Paul McGinn was really good. And even in the midfield, Cornelius, Goss. But as you say, they were playing a lot of percentage football, getting in right. behind, turning hearts and trying to play in the last third. And position you played,
5: Andy, and I'm sure you'll appreciate this, I always always have felt that Van Veen having another player yeah. in and around a building yeah. closer, a beaker you're saying like, yeah. then for me, he's far
4: more dangerous yeah. to, to be able to go and do they, his job. They played like a partnership because they were so close together and it, it worked well for them. will bullying anyone it was not the hallmark of the team until now,
3: was it? It, it wasn't. It's it really was strange, mistakes. Paul. Yeah. I mean, it's
4: only a couple of weeks ago yeah. I, I saw them against St Johnston mm. and they were awful. Yeah they could hardly compete yep. and then you go to see them a week later Stevie Hamill yep. is gone and all of a sudden they're they're aggressive and they're in their face against St Mirren and they're two goals up within 20 minutes and then of course uh, to go and get that yep. notable victory over over Hearts it's obviously put uh, Stuart Kettlewell in pole position and just the, the final thing
5: yep. I hope that
4: the club, I mean,
5: because obviously Alan's left, mm-hmm. so I don't know who's calling the shots there in terms of making sure that the infrastructure, the football department, is is all set up and ready to go, so that there's some stability moving forward. You know, you had yep. Hammy that's gone from the academy to of the course. first team to losing yep. his job. Stuart's come in now; he's moved up. Are they set? They need to be set to make mm. sure that they can continue to move forward for the next three, five years. Of course, and get David Clarkson in there as well, who'd worked
3: alongside Hammy, as you mentioned, and obviously with Stuart Kettlewell. So he's a terrific guy and we wish him all the best. You do feel for Stevie Hamill, but that's football. And I think Alan Burrows finishes this weekend. His last game will be Kilmarnock against Motherwell. It's not often so much as said about a chief executive, but it's a tribute to that guy that he is. A, he was such a pivotal part of the Motherwell success.
4: I, I my eyes were drawn to him just as he yeah. came up out of the empty uh, seat yeah. at half-time uh, against Hearts, and obviously it was uh, 1-0 Motherwell at the time, and I saw him just uh, having a, a silent prayer, and yeah. lo-, lo and behold, within what, 30, 40 seconds Motherwell were, were 2-0 yeah. up. But I saw Alan at the yeah. end of the game, he was in tears, that was his last home oh, game, my... that's been a big of um, mm. part of his life, yeah. and uh, but I think he's excited at the prospect of going to he yeah, there in a, f- a different challenge.
5: they 15, 16 years yeah. at, at the football Something club? Something like that, yeah, it, uh, man and boy.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, and it's pretty much 24-7 because uh, just the demands yeah. of the job, but it's also his club and he cares so much. in the amount of time that he engaged with uh, his own supporters... Um, he was always available on social media
3: so yep Kelly against Motherwell on Saturday
4: Aberdeen Livingston
3: Ross County Dundee United and St Johnson against St Mirren and some great games in the championship as well we'll talk about those before 7 o'clock 0808 17 17 700 Andy was paying you a compliment a moment ago about that was that a wee bit needle back from you just when he was saying there about they getting the hearts because I know most people didn't think that Motherwell would beat harsh yeah. but they did. Right, no more compliments. Let's uh, continue. Let's, Let's hear sh-
4: what he's got to say about this weekend.
3: <laughs> um, Celtic didn't have anyone on duty today Um so we've got Fashion
6: Sakala from Rangers and he's talking about life and playing under Michael Beale Obviously I appreciate the, the former manager. I think uh, I have nothing uh, to blame him about. I think I appreciate what he did for me and I learned a lot from him but the current manager has just Added more confidence in me, the motivation, I think. I'm just totally different player comparing to the uh, player I was when uh, Gio was here. But uh, like I said, I appreciate him. He, he did a lot and I learned a lot from him. But the new manager having a meeting uh, with me and starting in his first games until now, I think he has played a very big role in my career. And what about the game on Sunday? how difficult the game will be, but uh, we are a very confident squad. We are going to fight and I know that we are going to get the, the chances to win the game. Obviously, it was a tough game last season when we played against them. But uh, yeah, that's the past. I think we have to focus more about the present and they are, they are doing really well. But I believe that we are going to fight for the victory. And if he gets that medal? Yeah, I think it would mean a lot to us, to mean a lot to our fans. Obviously, we are nine points behind in the league. So this is, I think, the great chance that we have. I think if we can grab this cup, it will mean a lot to, to the club. And, uh, yeah, we are not giving up on the league competition. We are still fighting, and hopefully we can recover. So, Sakala, we've spoken about him. We haven't spoken
3: much about Ryan Kent. You know, he was. we, no. we thought he might have been going at the end of the season. There's no word yet about it. Craig, mm-hmm. where are you on the mercurial player that is Ryan Kent?
5: No doubt he's found um, his performances, uh, his form again, and is enjoying football under under Michael Beale, who knows him quite well. Um. Again, I think discussions now um, have dropped off in terms of you know talking about the Kent scenario, talking about the Morelos situation. I think there's too much at stake yep. throughout the season, and these are these are issues that will be, um, I, I imagine, pushed extremely hard come into the season. Do I feel as if Kent and Morelos still have a future at Rangers yep. Football Club? Absolutely, you do. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. Really? And, you and, that, will, and that shows you how quickly football can change. They'll both extend the
5: contract. No, I'm not, I'm, 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 I would not be surprised if that was the case. I think Kent um, certainly is in a situation where he's enjoying his football again. I think um, that's, that's not out of the realms of, of happening. And Morelos as well, Andy. I wouldn't be surprised if Morelos um, stayed longer at the football club. Whether or not that eventuates, who knows? Uh, but it would not surprise me at all.
3: And for Celtic just thinking first of all Kyogo. what 22 goals so far I see he was interviewed yesterday it's in the press obviously Yeah Um, He's hoping for 30 goals this season Are one or two of them going to come on Sunday?
4: Well he's capable of it he'll get uh, decent service I think he'll get a chance or two you only had to see what he did at uh, Ibrox wasn't really involved a great deal Mm -hmm. he's not often involved in the build up he just tends to make uh, really good moves Uh, offers a a pass for the man in possession, whether it's short or uh, in behind. So I'm sure he'll get uh, a chance or two, but you know, Celtic have got options through the middle. If it doesn't work, they could turn to the South Korean O, they could put Maida mm-hmm. through there. Uh, Jota and Abada have at times gone through the middle and looked quite comfortable. So um, a whole host of options, but clearly. Kyogo's your number one striker,
5: and and Andy, has Kyogo? He's been the one real injury concern for Celtic going into this cup final. Is that right?
4: Eh, possibly, but I think they will have given him enough time to to get ready. I think uh, you. I think we spoke about a, a while back, Craig, about the amount of times you played, and you truly felt as yeah, though yeah. you were one hundred percent fit. Mm-hmm. So so far between, eh? exactly. <laughs> so many players play with a yeah, knock yeah. and a, a, a strain and some sort of. Uh, you know, discomfort, but it's a cup final and the adrenaline will get you through. What did you make of his comments
3: to a German site yesterday? He said, This is Kyogo. Obviously, I'm not a great player, so I need to keep improving. I'm grateful because I have great teammates, staff, and fans who always
4: support me. Um, a bit of humility, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, we would regard him as one of the the, the better players in in, uh, in Scotland. One of the best. And uh, mm. you would think that uh, he might be in the running for mm. for Player of the Year. There'll be a good, there'll be a good uh, amount of players uh, looking to get mm. that uh, sort of title. But yeah, he's one of the the, the best players in Scotland in my view. Humble. Yeah.
5: Humble, mm. you know. Again, just and and that's why look, that's why Kyogo's been a success. Uh, he, he's not about himself as an individual. He's about uh, working hard for the team. And, and andy, is spot on. He's going to be on a shortlist come into the season for for player of the year. He's he's been very very good
3: for Celtic. Is it? I think you both went for Jota rather than Abada to start. Um,
5: I, I, yeah, well, I, yeah, I mean, Andy was going to go probably through the the, the Celtic team, uh, but I think yeah. in terms of. Jota will probably get the nod,
4: uh, Andy. I, I think yeah. over a bar. Let's get Andy yeah. you, team. you think it will be hard, and then the back four a bit like Rangers, that you just round them off. So it'll be Johnson, Carter, Vickers, Starfield and Taylor. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And then in the midfield, I think I think you're guaranteed uh, McGregor. Of course, he's the yep. captain. You're guaranteed Atati. He's yep. he's the big potential match winner. Is he player and of then, the year? If it was today, if we were said right, Atati. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you would go for him. You'd go for Kyogo, uh, maybe Callum McGregor. Okay. I think Greg Taylor's had a terrific season, mm. but doesn't get the defenders. Doesn't don't get the get headlines. It, yeah, exactly. But he's been he's been excellent. But who plays sure. yeah. uh, alongside those two? Is it Aaron Moy? Is it O'Reilly? Mm. Is it Turnbull? I think but, O'Reilly might get the nod. Yeah, and Why? then the sorry uh, just yeah. for O'Reilly, the fact that uh, he links up so well with uh, mm. McGregor Hatati, but. It's one of those ones where you wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Moy got the nod because he's been so impressive, especially in the last couple of months. He's added a couple of goals to his game, albeit most of them uh, from the penalty spot. But when you look at the front three, I think Jota does it on the big occasion. Mm -hmm. He's done it against uh, Rangers before. To be fair, so has Abada. And Keogh is obviously your number one striker. And I just think Maida with the way he's playing at the moment he'll go again from the start He'll it.
5: always play in this yeah. match, mate. Yeah. He just gives so really? much to the yeah. team, his energy, his work ethic, pace. Relentless. In touch on, yeah, no, it, it is relentless and he's able to repeat that time and time again. So, again, he's a he's a really important player for Celtic. Maybe not one year go star in terms of return of goals and all those kind of things, but his work ethic and what he gives the team uh, is is quite exceptional, it really is. What's Borna Barisic thinking the night before the game, is he thinking, well,
3: who who would I prefer to be up against? I'm thinking obviously of Abada. and I know you don't think he's going to start, but yeah. would, would he prefer Abada to Jota coming oh, out? I, I, this-
5: I, I think he knows whatever he comes up against okay. is, is a player of quality that yeah. can certainly cause um, him uh, problems defensively,
4: uh, you know. There's I mean, been a couple of games at Parkhead. Well, he's been caught. Been, he's been caught. There,
5: there, no doubt about he's fallen that. Fallen short. No doubt about that. But again, looks at, and he will be tested, and, and that's, that's where you need to screen, especially as a mm-hmm. as a fullback, to make sure. that you can yeah. see where the ball's coming from, but also what's outside you. Yeah. A barter loves to get inside and act as a second striker. So you're aware of the positions. And it's really important that Rangers back four stay nice and compact, no big distances between themselves because they will be tested. Celtic like to get the ball in early, Andy, but they like to get it in on the deck, yeah? Yep. Not necessarily in the yep. air. Yeah. Um, so Rangers need to, to defend that and defend that well. Bardacich going forward yeah. uh, has, has been a player that I mean he, he gets a lot of delivery into the box doesn't he yep. not necessarily the ones that are along the floor like that Celtic will play mm-hmm. but he fizzes a lot of things into the box so it's important that that Rangers get bodies in there to try and capitalise it, on that
4: it's part of the modern game now Paul where you you look at your full-backs and you think how often are they going to get forward yep. when you look at Johnson and Taylor they get forward time and time again but equally. How, how important are Tavernier and Barisic going to be for, yeah, for Rangers yeah. so those little contests you know Maida up against uh, say uh, Tavernier who's going to uh, enjoy that, that wide area and get and get a bit more for their team it's fascinating to, to look at that
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk your local friendly experts for new and used cars
9: Let's go Go
2: Radio presents the Go Radio football show unfiltered at St Luke's Glasgow on Thursday the 30th of March. Featuring Celtic and Wales legend John Hartson.
8: You know, I got a lot of goals. Uh, I played in a magnificent side and it's a very special club. And, uh, you know, I'm very honoured and privileged to have uh, to have won the hoops.
2: Join Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi, and John Hartson for this live and Show. Tickets are limited and on sale now at thisisgo.co.uk The Go Radio football show, unfiltered, live at St Luke's Glasgow on Thursday 30th of March
9: Let's
3: go. One of the top players, Sergio Ramos, has just announced his retirement from international football 36-year-old, of course, Paris Saint-Germain and Between 160 and 180 caps, phenomenal, Andy. Yeah, it's
4: just fabulous. I love to see that. When you talk about Ronaldo and Messi, and you see the amount of caps that they get, look at Modric, another one. Yeah, Uh, he's got about 160 odds. It's just magnificent.
3: And you know, one of them was against Australia. Craig
5: Murray, did you play against him? Modric, yeah. We yeah? played uh, 2006 World Cup, so I believe he probably made his his debut in a friendly match that year earlier on for Croatia. But in terms of World Cups, 2006 was definitely Luka Modric's first World Cup. He'd come on as a substitute for Croatia, who were unable, Paul, unable mm-hmm. to get over the top of the Australians on that particular occasion, 2-2, and we managed to to go through our group stage, which actually had Croatia, Japan and Brazil. Uh, in the group which was good performance I mean, 17 years playing at international top. football and, and looks as if he can, I mean he still looks as if he could keep oh, on oh he going. was
4: brilliant the other night and he was so aggressive with that fifth goal barging people out the way yeah. driving through the middle great what a player stuff. great stuff
3: it was sensational, wasn't it? We spoke about it last night. Thirty-seven, nearly thirty-eight years old. How? And the frame. I mean, he's only what five, 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 six or something. Yeah, he's a phenomenal player. One of the best you've ever played against. I know. Yeah.
5: I yeah. mean, nowadays when you see, you know, you touch on the likes of Messi and Ronaldo's, and um, you know these players and, and Modric, players that keep going and going at the highest, highest level. I can only, I can only take my hat off and say that how incredibly hard that that is, and and the respect that I have for those type of players because, man, I finished Andy at 34. And, mm. and, and to be honest with you, I did have injuries and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But physically at that stage, I actually felt as if I was near my best in terms of what I'd been. But mentally, mm. I, I just felt as if I'd, I'd, I'd had enough. So in terms of the the individual mentality, that strength to to just keep going and not only keep going but perform and lead at such a high standard at
4: high level week in, week yeah. out. Well, I I finished at 35 and my body was telling me I couldn't get around the pitch uh, as well as I I used to. I still felt as though I could control it and and bring others into play, but I wasn't enjoying it. And uh, that was what, that was 16 years I had as a full-time (laughs) role, but it's... Did it happen quite suddenly, Andy? No, you felt it over a couple of years (laughs) that uh, you were just slowing down and uh, I I certainly didn't enjoy going back to part-time football. I didn't enjoy that at all because I I felt uncomfortable making demands on players who were I don't know they were digging the roads that day and I'm asking them to give us a bit more at training that night. It, it's a totally different environment from full time stuff where you know the common goal is to be the best you can be and demand so much more out of each other.
5: That's incredible. I've done a little bit of coaching, yeah. like semi-pro in Australia and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? No, I didn't. No. And it was one of those ones as well. Again, you're kind of trying to put in the demands on on players. that, As you say, they've been out doing you know highway maintenance a whole day and all that, and they, they turn up 20 minutes late for, for training because they're stuck in traffic yeah. or, or whatever, and then and then they go again when they do get there and they give you everything. But it certainly wasn't for me. I was fortunate enough, 2010 World Cup, and I was like, that's me, I'm checking out. I'm checking out, playing at the South highest Africa. level uh, yeah. in, in a World Cup final. Oh, that was, uh, that's the way
3: I wanted to go out. It's not that long ago as well, isn't it? The What were the Vuvuzelas, wasn't oh. it? That. Oh,
5: they were <laughs> painful. The, yeah,
3: indeed. Oh. Right, let's get back to Sunday's game. <laughs> <laughs> Rangers Celtic, Rangers are the home team. You've not got any superstitions about that. Did well, you care?
4: I, I, or did you? No, I was just going to ask, Craig, yeah. I mean, it's undoubtedly Alan McGregor for the goalkeeper, is it not?
5: For me, absolutely. I know, now, that, now I know that
4: Michael Beale has chopped and changed in, in recent weeks and he brought uh, John McLaughlin in for the game at Tanadice mm-hmm. and he, he, uh, I mean, he they won that game but he, he looked a bit suspect down at Kilmarnock. he looked a bit suspect in the Ross County goal at Ibrooks. Mm-hmm. so it, it's got to be
5: McGregor 100% it's got to be McGregor Michael Beale did make certain decisions in regards to maybe when he feels as if Dundee and I thought they were going to field more crosses for example and John yeah. McLaughlin McGlock- McLaughlin potentially being better at that. But look, Celtic don't throw the ball into the box. Uh, and normally when they're getting the ball in and all that sort of stuff, it's along the ground. McGregor, for me, absolutely 100% without any doubt. Is he,
4: has he got another season, in him?
5: You know what? I, again, we've, we've touched about these top-notch players, these older players that, that physically are in great shape and look after themselves. They all kind of say, you know what? That's a discussion that we'll have at the end of the season. And, and Alan McGregor um, has earned the right. To, to do what he needs to do. Mm. And at the end of the season, if that's a conversation, then fantastic. That's great for Rangers. But end of the season is, is certainly the time uh, for those kind of conversations. Could he go around again? And what I've seen this season, absolutely. Um, did I think he was going to go around this season? No. no. No, but I think the the attraction of playing in front of fans again after the pandemic and all those kind of things, yeah. uh, he wanted to go out that way. And Champions League as well.
3: Yep. Would it be good if Michael Beale went to him now and said, "Look, do you know what? I want you next year. Feel a bit of the love because this year, remember, I know it was Gio, but Gio yeah. had him as the number two keeper. He wasn't the yeah. number one. Remember at the start of the season, maybe he needs a bit of the. Yeah. Uh, whatever happens, Grigsby, as you call him, yeah. you're the number one. Well, sorry, you know, no, I want you next season because Rangers arguably need to buy another top class keeper, yeah. and that's yeah. not easy. I mean, look at the game the other night with uh, Courtois and Alison.
5: yeah both making mistakes exactly both making errors but they'll both play next week (laughs) not (laughs) sure but you know what I mean Like I think even if and and I understand what you're saying Paul in terms of some people some players need to feel important as if they've got the love for the manager the club and all those kind of things look Alan McGregor doesn't fall into that bracket he'll he would appreciate if Michael Beale did Mm. say that but he would I'm pretty sure say you know what that's a discussion I think that we're probably best having at the end of the season and then if that happens there's just a communication I think this season in terms of Griggsy going around again Mm -hmm. supposedly as the number one and all of a sudden Giovanni putting John McLaughlin in Mm -hmm. all that it just seemed as if there wasn't really that communication and
4: that for me is is key
5: in terms of moving forward
4: I think they'll sign a a goalkeeper I think you're right Paul I think it's an important position Mm -hmm. and McGregor has been magnificent for years I'm not sure you'd speak to any Rangers fan who would agree that yeah we'll have John McLaughlin as a number one. Yeah. decent goalkeeper, but not your number one. I so agree. Rangers will yeah. need to identify another another keeper.
5: And again, and it's not a it's not a cheap market for that top established. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking number one goalkeeper for Rangers. So you start spending money, and then again, it kind of just quickly to go back to Morelos and the striker yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if, if Morelos was to stay at, at Rangers because, Andy, you know how much it is to go and buy a striker who's going to deliver top, top levels, going to deliver your 2025 20, goals. That's going to cost you a good amount of money. So that's why I would not be surprised if Rangers were to continue and Morelos was to continue at the football club. And for Celtic. Joe Hart
3: it's, he's been a brilliant signing for Celtic. There's been the odd slip up Andy I'm just thinking of the weekend yeah. when he's away off the line and all the rest of it is there is that a danger spot for is it something Rangers might try to exploit? I mean he's not the only keeper Celtic play a bit Man City play that yeah. way don't they we saw Liverpool the other
4: night. Yeah a, a couple of times listen he's scuffed the uh, the ball <laughs> with his with his feet but I think he gets so much protection from yeah. from those in front of him especially from Carter-Vickers. Who's been outstanding? He's another one that's a potential player of the year. But as you said, uh, defenders don't tend to hog the the limelight. Mm-hmm. But him alongside uh, Starfield, I think they give uh, Joe Hart a lot of uh, protection. And there will be a physical contest between Starfield, Carter, Vickers, and Morelos because they all love, you know, that 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 side of the game. Physicality. Yeah, and the thing is, with
5: Hart, look. Everybody makes mistakes, but when he makes a mistake, he has that experience, he has that stature that, you know what, it's like it's brushed off and it's forgotten very, very quickly. So he's been a good signing for Celtic because it was an area, obviously, that was... not working well, not working well. Um, and, and they, they needed a, a, a good, solid goalkeeper with experience that they could start to build from. Uh, and and I, I, Joe Hart has done exactly that. Yeah,
4: and I thought they got a good number two in with Segrist, who yeah. looked apart when yeah. he was at Dundee United. You yeah. look at, uh, if you're only looking in Scotland, I mean, look at Xander Clark. He went to Hearts as come, a number two. He's coming in and done well while he's been out. And he's come in and done well.
3: Sure has. It's such a difficult position to replace though, isn't it? And Rangers, you wouldn't be surprised if they splash out some money they'll have to I mean, Celtic played what 5 million for Barkas and no harm to him it just didn't work out such a pivotal position it's it's a lot of money
5: to spend on a goalkeeper and then potentially for it not to work so that's the the risk Um, and I just think that communication come into the season um, with Alan McGregor is the best way forward because you're either going to go forward as a number one or we still want you here and it might be as a number two just communicate and communicate clearly
4: Goldson and Davis will prefer to have McGregor. They've got a better relationship, understanding. better understanding yeah. with him behind them.
3: And it will be McGregor. Yeah? Agreed? Yep. Yes. Agreed, that's it. Um Celtic got the double last year. This year they're nine, call it ten points clear. Uh, they're in the cup final, but no talk of uh, a treble. You've got to win
7: one before you even think about winning two or even think about winning three. So, you know, to me that's uh, to start... Um, yeah, you know, talking about stuff that is totally out of our control right now. All, all we can do is, is, like I said, prepare well and be ready for for a big game on Sunday and try and win a trophy. Beyond that, uh, come Monday, we'll, whatever happens, uh, we'll have preparation for another game, and um, that's that's going to be our focus.
3: And it's quite a motivation, though, for that squad. Still, quite a relatively new squad. Okay, yep. a year. Some of them. Um, it's quite a motivation. A real chance of winning a treble.
4: Yeah, it is of course, and uh, there'll be no let up in in that regard. But I think Michael Beale was right just to say in the pecking order, yeah. the League Cup is probably the the third of the the trophies that you want. You want the league title, you want that every year. That's always number one, mm-hmm. especially now if it gives you access to the Champions League football and the Champions League money. And then everybody wants to win the Scottish Cup at the at the end of the year. But of course, it's a trophy; it's there to be won. And whoever wins it on Sunday, there's only that team that could potentially do the treble. Yeah, and it's
5: the first one. It's the first. And so for Michael Beale, it's the first opportunity to to win a trophy. Uh, And and for me, whether, you know, again, Celtic and the the potential of trebles and and what have you, and I guess the same conversation uh, when it happens for Rangers, is until this trophy is won, those conversations are just non-existent. And nowadays the managers are just like, it's one game at a time anyway Course, go yep. and win the next game um, that's I guess for for the media and, and, and for other people to speculate and talk about
3: they say it's the number three of the three but it's one of the only three things you can win in Scotland sure. same in England uh, Michael Beale still t- well, he was asked about the 2019 final where Celtic beat Rangers but we know the story there's
8: a disappointment I thought we performed pretty well on the day between the two boxes we didn't execute where you have to in a in a decisive game in, in the boxes we didn't and that's a regret but I think um, that was in our own hands that day we missed good opportunities uh, against a very good opponent and we didn't win the trophy it's one they have and we don't have uh, in terms of the record books and obviously we want to add to to our trophy cabinet at the weekend it's for some of the players in my squad uh, I think it's the one that's missing Michael
3: um, sorry sorry Barisic, Borna Barisic is also yeah. speaking about the final three years ago uh,
6: Of course that uh, I didn't personally forget that I remember the way we play and how we lost that game and uh, but uh, of course that, that's one of the motivation but it's not only one there is a lot of uh, more things uh, to motivate me but yeah, of course that we remember that that game. He was
3: asked about the winning mentality for this year. Yeah I
6: think so I think so, I think so, and I think that's the one thing what we changed in the last two, three months. Uh, I don't say that we didn't want to win before, but the way we trained, the way we thinking thinking, the way we talking, I think we changed, and then uh, that we are in good way in terms of the mentality of winning something. What
3: has changed, do you think? Because Rangers... Cup final, Seville, yeah. yeah. moments away from winning it, a yeah. penalty. And they won the Scottish Cup. So there was a mentality about winning.
5: Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, it's about, the be-all is, at the end of the day, it's about it's about winning, Paul. So with mm. you know, the earlier snippets there of 2019, yeah. playing well in a cup final mm. that you lost. Um, so I think what Michael Beale has come in uh, and shown, um, Rangers have improved dramatically. Uh, that's not to say that they've played brilliantly well every single match, but they've found a way to go and win football matches. And and that is what they've got to try and do again this Sunday. And that's why I give Rangers a, a, a real big opportunity to go and, and lift the Cup this weekend, because I think that's been the, the big change in terms of the performances and just finding a way to to win a football match. That's not getting away from Celtic's runner form is, is incredible yeah. as well. So you're coming up against a team who's in red-hot form as well. But it's a Cup final. Andy,
3: the Rangers team of the moment and it's a changing team because we haven't seen much of Raskin or Cantwell what do you think Rangers are they better now than they were in let's say Scottish Cup semi-final last year
4: I'm not sure they're a better team I think that team that beat Celtic in the Scottish Cup semi-final had Aribo, had Bassey and I think they were they were big players for Rangers Um, also got to the final of the UEFA Cup but the team's changed now and uh, to be fair to Michael Beale, he's absolutely improved uh, Rangers but the the immediate goals for any manager coming into celtic or rangers is is to win a trophy and uh, ideally to do it against uh, your great rivals across the city so that that's what's at stake on sunday and uh, if rangers lose then you're looking at the at the scottish cup as well a- yep realistic only hope of a trophy this season
3: but it's so far so good for Michael Beale, isn't it it could have because they could quite have do, can't do yeah. any more
4: yeah. uh, obviously the draw against Celtic when they were two man up yeah. and uh, you know time was running out but uh, Celtic I think merited a point that day and uh, the games are tight and as Craig w- mentioned there you you just need to win mm. and it doesn't matter whether you're playing with free flowing football and uh, you know everything. everyone's in top form you uh, you get the job done just as Celtic did a few years ago when they went down to 10 men Rangers had a penalty uh, Celtic won 1-0 they, they, they got the trophy
5: Record book shows winners and losers yep. that's what it shows it doesn't show how the losing team played it just shows the, the, the team that's won the, won the the trophy. And that's what both teams will be looking to to go out and, and do Sunday. I think it'll be a cracking game of football, yeah, Paul. Yeah. I, I do think it'll be an arm wrestle because we touched True. on in terms of the yeah. battles in the wider areas. You know, obviously what Celtic have got going forward in, in the wider areas and Tavernier and Batisic that like to get forward. So who can be more dominant in terms of what direction they can send their opponent is going to be key. Midfield battle is going to be very, very fascinating mm. because the doubt in terms of whether it's Moy or whether it's O'Reilly or for for Rangers, who's actually going to trap and be fully fit that can probably go, in my opinion, into a midfield next to Raskin and Cantwell. Mm-hmm. So there's is there a danger but, put playing both uh, Raskin and Cantwell for you know so early
3: in their careers?
5: Not for not for me. There's been a clear. Um, there's been a clear plan to get those players in they feel they've got a big part to play in the future of this football club therefore these are the type of matches that they've been brought in for and it's not their first match, they didn't come in last week they've had that, that lead in so no issue with the two of those players starting this match Quick break then we're back, Craig and Andy
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go! Go Radio presents the Go Radio football show unfiltered at Orinmore Glasgow on Thursday the 9th of March featuring Rangers and Scotland legend Barry Ferguson
11: They knew as soon as that game finished when I came in that dressing room I would do anything for them but on that pitch if somebody's not doing it right Mm -hmm. they've got to be told you've got to drive them on to make sure they hit their standards
2: Join Paul Cooney Mark Guidi, and Barry Ferguson for this live and unscripted show Tickets are are limited and on sale now at thisisgo.co.uk The Go Radio football show unfiltered, live at Oranmore Glasgow on Thursday the 9th of March
9: Let's go. Go, go Let's go
8: Yeah, it does. And I, and I think it's uh, it brings the full colour to the fixture as well, doesn't it? And I think it's obviously I've only experienced that once before here in the League Cup final the the last time. Um, but we did have it in the Scottish Cup semi-final last year and I thought it made for a fantastic game that day as well. You know, the fans are everything for this game, ain't they? We, we saw that in the season where or the year and a so where we didn't we couldn't have full capacity. And fans are what the game's about. If there's no fans, there's there's no managers, there's no players, there's no professional sport. It's them that keep the game going.
7: It's a different atmosphere. It's a real sort of, um, you know, if you want to call it a derby atmosphere. Obviously, you know when you play, we play Celtic Park or we play at Ibrox. That, yeah, you know, the atmosphere is is very parochial in one way and and. You know for the home team that's I think it's an advantage absolutely um, you know we feel it when we play at Celtic Park you know having our supporters there you know um, 60,000 of them I think helps us but I think in terms of a spectacle and in terms of a Derby having it split um, um, particularly in a, in, a, in a cup final I think adds to the theater of it I believe that and I think I think the players and, and everyone involved enjoys that because you get a bit of bit of everything in there
3: Barry Ferguson was saying last night he loves it when it's 50-50, when you come out in front of 25,000 and 25,000. Did it motivate you even more when there were more opposition fans?
5: didn't motivate no. me more, no. I mean, look, I mean, but the cup, the cup final on the 50-50 split for me is special. Uh, it really does. It, it creates, of course, it's a level playing field, but then moments and goals mm. within the game and all that sort of stuff. And then you can see the switch in terms of then that, that type of feeling that mm. Anne's touched on, that home support, what you'd experience at your home ground. Um, who can swing that uh, in their favour early doors on Sunday um, is going to be fascinating. But the split 50-50... Uh, 25000 for both sets of teams uh, is a wonderful occasion and will be a fantastic atmosphere. Andy?
4: Yeah, it's just a great pity we don't get it in league games. I, I can't see either yeah. club wanting to go back to it. Uh, so that makes the half-and-half the for, for finals for semi-finals at Hamden. I think it makes them more special now
3: Who's going to win the big game at the weekend Ackies or Queen's Park what do you think we're coming to the games yes some game isn't Ackies it Ackies are in great know, form yeah. up to yeah. Inverness 3-0 yeah.
4: fantastic and a, a bit of a stumble yeah. from Queen's Park yeah. at the yeah. Business end of the season. Still uh, so much to play for mm-hmm. there. Everyone has stumbled
3: at the top, haven't they? And Queen's Parker's yeah. still there. Owen Coyle doing so well Very overall. Good. So Very that's some good game, top. isn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah. and look, we've, we've spoken a lot about the championship this season. Haven't yep. we? It's been a fascinating league. Uh, Hamilton, uh, a, f- a couple of weeks ago, were, yep. were stuck at the bottom of the mm-hmm. table. But you're right, Andy, they've gone on, two, I think, got two mm-hmm. or three results. Mm-hmm. Inverness, Cal- Cali have been, uh, I guess, uh, Hamilton have, 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 I think, mm-hmm. won two or three times against yep. them this season. Yep. Knocked them out of the cup. There's um, a
4: potential again a Dundee derby in the playoffs if United absolutely. By the way, you it looks the as every they, chance they, they look as though they're they might go down automatically, mm. such as their uh, recent form has been so poor. Would you be covering that on Sky then? Do you do Sky? I do the well if it's the yeah if it's Some the Premier League team yeah. against the uh, Championship side yeah. we don't do the wow. first sort of playoff no. in the Championship.
3: Sure. Actually, because right, you did it when Kelly came up.
4: Didn't yeah, you? I think yeah. Oh, I remember. Games. It. Yeah. Chris so, Burke. so
5: so much it? to was that the game against Arbroath when Killy come up? Was that the main game? That was last the, season, or was it?
3: That was the one before it to
4: to get to get into the position. to get into the Killy Dundee. It was yeah. home and away. Yeah, Killy Dundee last season. It was St. Johnson hmm. and Bernays.
3: A little bit more from the managers in a moment or two, but down south. So is it going to be the black and white ribbons on the League Cup, or is it going to be the red and white of Man United?
5: I'm going purely with my heart here. Obviously, mm. the, the the short time that I had at the Newcastle, um, <laughs> mine was short. Yeah, but so I'm going, <laughs> going with my heart though, Andy. You know, like a fantastic football club who who haven't got to this stage for a long, long time. I remember in my time there, maybe even the short time you were there, it was like they go in expecting silverware every mm. single year. Now they're in a position to go and grab that. Um, there's some issues, I think, leading into the final, isn't there? I think with his Pope and, uh, so, and that, that he's yeah. out after he's, he's sending off and all that sort of stuff. So not ideal preparation. Manchester United go in as favourites for me, mm. but I'd love to see Newcastle win I it. I really it's, would.
4: It's the one thing we do well up here. Mm. If, you, if you're uh, sent off in a league game, miss a league game. Sent off in a cup game, yeah. miss the next cup yeah. game. Yeah. Missouri, yeah. With yeah. I think it's yeah. a good rule. I yes. think so I think well. it makes Absolutely. sense. You're, yeah. sure. you're, you're not going to get... Uh, well, you wouldn't have got Pope missing the, the, the yeah, final. But it's
3: cruel, isn't it?
4: It's cruel. And uh, I th- I really hope Newcastle can do it. I think Man United are favourites. Yeah. I think they're flying. It'll be interesting to see how they perform tonight yeah. against Barcelona in the second leg yes. at Old Trafford. Uh, I think they'll win. Do uh, you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. last week that Barcelona would get some sort mm-hmm. of um, lead and I thought they would go through. But it looks as though United are, are flying high. But I really hope Newcastle can do it on Sunday. That'd be a... Mm-hmm it'd be a great story yeah. Rashford for Manchester United you talk about form sure, and talk heart. about players he's mm. flying isn't he yeah.
5: it's great to see isn't
3: it such a great young man got the MBE for his yeah. great work with uh, children yeah. uh, and with the school meals and all the rest so but by my goodness is he one of the best in the world at the moment
5: one of the form yeah. players uh, mm, mm. well a form okay. player is one of the best yeah. in the world I think are, are completely different conversations okay. I, I think he has done some amazing stuff off the field Paul which you touched yeah. on there yeah. Was there a time where that maybe kind of then uh, also had its impact on his performances football-wise, week in, yeah. week out? Uh, anyway, under this uh, management, Ten Hagen at mm. this moment in time, Rashford is, is certainly playing unbelievable stuff. He's scoring goals. He's showing everything that he's kind of shown early doors in, in regards mm. to his potential.
4: But both these clubs will be playing the Champions League. This yes. is a UEFA mm-hmm. cup we're, yes. we're, we're, we're seeing tonight. Yeah. So they have both fallen away in recent years but Barca top of their table United look as though they'll eh, I can't see them winning it I know mm. they're talking about challenging for the title now given the yeah. eh, the, the the slight stumble from Man City and Leeds yeah. but um, eh, sorry Arsenal, Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Man United will get a top four spot
3: top four who's going to win it
5: I think Arsenal will win it. Uh, think so? Yeah. That would be great, wouldn't it? In
4: many yeah, ways, another in great neutral, story, yeah. of course,
5: Mikel Arteta, your old teammate. Yeah, yeah, well, again, I think you asked me this last last what, uh, week, yeah. Paul, and obviously Man City after sure. the, like, having the, the big... Def- uh, Victory over Arsenal. Yeah. Look, Arsenal then managed to go and get that late result mm-hmm. um, uh, against. Uh, they come back four two. Sorry, against Aston Villa. Villa, yeah, Villa. yeah, against That's Aston right, Villa, and then yeah. and then City dropping points as well. Yeah. So, last week there's a lot of people saying that Man City are going to go and win the league by twelve points. It's changed again. I'm with Arsenal. I see John McGinn was pictured with Tom Hanks the other day. So, Fantastic. yeah.
3: We were, we we're digging up Stephen about that the other night. He'll be back on the program next week. And uh, Tom Hanks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks will be with us in the program. Rick, can I just run through the games on yeah. Saturday in the Cinch Premiership? St. Johnston, St. Mirren, the Battle of the Saints. Craig, what are you thinking? Is it the
5: Perth or the Paisleys? Uh, we need
9: to,
3: we
4: need to p- listen to you because you get them right. So uh-huh. we'll, uh, every now and then,
5: yeah, every yeah. now uh, and then. Look, I'll go. i John- taking note. St. Johnston home, uh, okay. home victory. I think it'll be tight. St. Mirren. Uh, look, just because their form has not been unbelievable away from home.
4: I'm going for a draw, 1-1.
3: Going for the draw. Ross County, Dundee United, now crucial game yeah. at the bottom of the table.
4: I think United are really struggling, mm-hmm. and I think this could be a huge weekend if Ross County win, and I think they might just do it. 1-0 Ross County. I'm with you, Andy, on mm-hmm. this one. Or the way that
5: Dundee United lost that last match... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, no. coming and equalising and then sort of like Birighetti making that, that error and, and, and losing in that manner. Big, big pressure at Dundee United and I think Ross County will be too strong here. But
4: even Ascar saying this week, it's not a disaster if we go down because we'll come back automatically. St- Imagine no. your supporters listening I mean, to that. Even just... No. Hearing that, yeah. it doesn't, it's, um, doesn't a big give you a great deal of, no. Oh, they should be up yeah. in the top six, challenging for Europe.
3: And especially the irony, last Saturday, you know, they're celebrating getting to UEFA Cup final, what, 40 years before, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then you lose. As a striker, you must have admired Stevie May, the way he barged in. and Brilliant. Would,
4: uh, yeah. But, I mean, what a horrible goal to lose. I mean, oh. United aren't good enough to play out from the no. back. No. Uh, get it long, take a, uh, a bit of a lesson yeah. from from Motherwell and uh, other clubs down there that are just trying to play their football in the other half of the pitch Mm.
3: Aberdeen against Livingston so what do we think Craig you first of all
5: you know what a a lot of people are going to jump on Aberdeen here and Mm -hmm. think that it's a a winnable game which yeah of course at home but I just feel as if Livingston um, who have performed extremely well throughout the season? Uh, they're a hard nut to crack away from home. No pressure on them. They can go and enjoy themselves. Oh, I think they can frustrate Aberdeen. Right. I'm
4: going to go for a two-one Livingston. Livingston. I'm going to go Aberdeen. I think I will jump on them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them that are jumping yep. on them. Yep. I think Aberdeen can do it, and uh, they need to do it because they need to mm. need to start getting their form back. And hopefully for Barry Robson, it's yeah. uh, it's another mm. victory. It'll, That'll be a bit of a feather in his cap. What's going? To, sorry,
5: what's going to happen there for for next season? That Barry robson Shawley's not going to be. In I money.
4: think they're taking their time, given the terrible news about Dave Cormack and his uh, operation. A, operation soon yeah. with the mm-hmm. heart surgery. I think Alan Burrows going in there so early. Okay. I think you need to sort of size things up, and they'll take their time.
3: Kelly against uh, Euro Club Andy Motherwell. Who's going to win? A draw.
4: I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be. Yep. Uh, a bit feisty it's a horrible pitch both teams playing sort of yeah. direct I think it'll be nil-nil just I'm s- I've just swallowing I've sure it well haven't I? <laughs> nah you have you have
5: <laughs> uh, look Motherwell have yeah. had the bounce mm. uh, with Stuart kettlewell coming in now he's got the job and I'm not saying they're going to fall off uh, but Kilmarnock have, have hit I mean their best form has been at home must win match uh, obviously uh, it will be tight Andy but I'm going to go for a Kilmarnock win 1-0 So, Sunday, we're on from two. Can you get your cases ready for the,
3: well, the prosecution, let's say, prosecute the Rangers case in a moment or two? Why you think they're going to win it as you started the programme? And Andy, why you think Celtic will win it? Let's hear from both managers. First of all, in the home dressing room, it will be Michael Beale, his first cup final as manager of Rangers.
8: It's a huge game for, for our football club and everyone involved, the fans, the players, myself and my staff. It's a huge privilege to be involved in this game. I think I always uh, contemplate that, you know, that a rivalry like this that's world-renowned, it's, I believe, the biggest uh, rivalry in the world and we're privileged as a as a country to have it here. I think it's a fantastic final for the neutral. I don't remember a game where the two teams went into it in such fine form as well. So really looking forward to it. Can't wait for Sunday to finally arrive and all the preparations to be out of the way and uh, yeah, as I say, really looking forward to it. Craig Moore, you're all
3: team, you've got three League Cup medals with Rangers, is it going to be? I'll I'll claim two though, I'll claim
5: two. Yeah, but look, (laughs) I I think that Rangers, uh, look, they have every opportunity to go and uh, get the match, you need to be bright uh, in regards to uh, Celtic, want to play high tempo, want to play fast, want to force you to um, get out of your rhythm. Rangers need to adapt and adapt to that very, very quickly. I think in terms of the wider areas, interesting battle, obviously, uh, between uh, you know Celtic's wide players and Tavernier and Batisic. I think that's going to be key. But at the same time, I think the midfield battle. Uh, and I think Raskin will start this match. I think his positivity in wanting to get the ball forward into Morelos, into cause issues for, for Celtic's uh, two central defenders defensively. Uh, and I think Kent can be the standout that can really make things happen for Rangers to go and get the right result which would
3: be a win and your scoreline just to remind
5: two, list, I'm going to go with 2-1 to Rangers 2-1 normal two, two, time in
3: normal time Ange Postacoglu won it last year and then he is uh, and looking forward to well the nine points clear um, he was asked about how the preparations going and all the emotion behind all of this
7: I'm the manager of the football club I'm not a fan so I don't I'm not our supporters they don't expect me to have the same emotions that they do going to a big game like this. You know, they don't want me to be nervous and anxious or angry or whatever it is that they feel at any particular time. They want me to be under control and make sure that I'm preparing the team well. And that's what they want from the team, and that's what we do. You know, and I think that's the way we've approached all our games. And and you know, understand, like I said, even the games of consequence such as the final, um, we've tried to. Go out there and play our football. Nothing really changes, you know. Like I said, the intensity will be up, the tempo will be up for sure, the atmosphere will be great, uh, all those kind of things. And you know, you're dealing with human beings, so you know, so all the boys will will have their emotions heightened. But within that context, they're still going to play our football. I mean, ultimately, if we're going to be successful, that's that's what we need to do. And and you know, the players, as I said, you know, for a long time they've been pretty good at at just whatever challenges before us, making sure that the solutions they find within. Yeah, the football we play.
3: Andy Walker, you scored in cup finals for Celtic. What do you feel for Sunday?
4: If Celtic are playing their best and Rangers are playing their best, I think Celtic win. I just think they've got better players all over the pitch. They are more used to winning. They are more used to handling this type of occasion, and that's why I think they've got more potential match winners from uh, the middle of the park through to the the the, the front three. And I think more importantly, the, the substitutes, they can come on and make a difference, just as they did at Ibrox when Celtic got a, a draw. But before that, Celtic won comfortably at uh, Celtic Park early in the season. So that's why I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals, 2-0. I think everyone tonight can hear it. how
3: much we are looking forward to this game on Sunday.
5: Yeah,
4: That should be a cracker. says uh, the first trophy
5: up for grabs. Mm. Celtic have been in fine form and and, and probably a lot of people's favourites, but I think Rangers, in terms of performances, have closed the gap. Thank you both. Thanks, Craig. Looking we'll see forward see next it. week. Thanks,
3: Andy. You'll be with us on Sunday. Can we? Along with Barry. So get the telly Can't on. Us. There's great coverage there as well. Perfect. But nothing like Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker. Coming up next is the news. And Barry will be here tomorrow night with Mark Weedy, the final countdown. Just after the news, it's going to be Joe Kilday. Good evening.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistleberry Road, Hamilton. Let's
1: go!